The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello, welcome to John's Media Show. We'll talk about media and other stuff. Now before I get started with my Saw Film Trivia, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how to critique any sort of media. So how to critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it would get a higher rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it would get a lower rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons would be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory since it may be a major part in my review. But if I do get into those spoilers, I'll give you an estimated time of how long I'll be talking about those spoilers. So for, for those that don't want to be spoiled, don't get spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is you need to what even medium I'm critiquing. So for popcorns, uh, so for movies, I use popcorns because we want you to eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers because that's me what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions because that's me what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray, of digital iTunes HD, I use it as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So the one we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm taking has no entertainment value whatsoever. Not even that it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous over the top everything is. Then I say to um to skip it. Rent it slash stream it is where, for example, if the film has come recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and, and potentially fuel, depending where the local cinema is. And you could wait three or four months for it to come out on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services such as Netflix or Disney Plus. Then I say rent it slash stream it. See it once is also used in the same example where if the film's come recently in cinemas, and I think it's good enough to go see it once, and then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honor is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever we're taking has great entertainment value, and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Saw Film Trivia. In order to make the actors feel like um, feel what the characters were going through, all of the bathroom scenes were shot in chronological order. To my understanding, this is um, not the norm, um, since films are not shot in chronological order usually, since um, they shoot based on location. So if 
there were five scenes that they needed to shoot in Auckland and ten in, say, Wellington, even though the Wellington ones may be first chronologically in the movie, they would shoot the ones in Auckland first if they started, like, if they're based in Auckland, because um, otherwise they'll be traveling backwards and forwards um, between places, which makes sense as in terms of cost reduction, because I don't think the filmmakers want to um, spend so much time setting up the lights and whatever um, just for a them to have to pack up and go all the way to um, Christchurch or wherever. Uh, this was filmed. Um, Saul was filmed in eighteen days. Director James Wan wanted the camera movements to reflect the two main characters' emotions and personality. He filmed Doctor Gordon with steady cam- um, con- controlled shots and Adam as handheld shots to capture the emotions of the situation. According to the DVD commentary, director James Wan stated that many of the scare scenes in the film were nightmares he and Lee Whannell had as kids, Lee Whannell being one of the co-writers. Director James Wan took a gamble and took no upfront salary for the film and opted for percentage instead. Saw 2 was approved for production the weekend this film opened. Director James Wan built the jigsaw doll for the film. Lee Wanell revealed in an interview that Adam and Lawrence were originally going to be trapped in an elevator. The film was originally intended for a straight-to-video release. After positive screeners, it was given the nod to become a premiere film. The film's screenplay was written in 2001 as a calling card for director James Wan and Lee Wanell trying to break into Hollywood. They shot a low-budget short based on a scene in the, in the film, and this proved successful enough to attract the attention of Evolution Entertainment. They immediately formed a horror genre arm called Twisted Pictures and gave Wan and Wanell a small budget. Lee Wanell mentioned in the dvd um commentary that the scene where his character plunges his hand down a filthy toilet is a tribute to danny boyle's train spotting danny glover completed all of his scenes in two days the car chase was filmed in the garage of the warehouse by turning off the lights adding some fog and shaking the cars while filming from the front The scene in which Dr. Gordon turns off the lights and whispers to Adam was written differently in the script. The characters were to cut open opposite ends of a long pipe with their hacksaws and speak through it. This sequence was actually shot but later cut because director James Wan decided the characters being able to cut through a pipe made no sense if they could not cut through their chains. There were no mysterious ex- um, shots in the film because the production team could not afford them. Carrie Elways filed, filed a lawsuit against the producers and the production company because he only received a normal salary with back-end revenues. He claimed to have been promised 1% of the profit, which would have been considerable since this film earned over $100 million globally. The case was finally settled out of court, but dis- due to the disagreements, Elways chose not to be involved in any of the sequels until Saw 3D.
according to the DVD comment- um, commentary, casting agent Amy Lippins asked director James Wan who he wanted to play the character of Amanda. On a whim, Wan suggested Shawnee Smith, whom he had a crush on since his teen years. He was surprised when Lippins came back a few days later and told him that they had secured her for the role. Lee Wano came up with the idea of giving John Kramer a brain tumor while spending time in the neurology ward for anxiety and headaches. He said that undergoing numerous tests and expecting bad news made him reflect on his own morality, uh, own mortality. He used this experience in creating a character who uh, who had only a few years left to live. Shawnee Smith originally turned down the role of Amanda after it was offered to her a second time. She watched the sick original short film by Lee went on James Wan and accepted the role. Charlie Clauser had just three weeks to compose the score for the film. Shawnee Smith shot all of her scenes in one day. The opening shot of Adam in the bathtub with the blue light floating over him was the very first shot of the first day of filming. Directors James, um, director James Wan and Lee Wanell had tried to sell their script to studios in Melbourne, Australia before a Hollywood student bought and produced the film. Detective Singh um, pursuing the Jigsaw Killer was the last sequence to be filmed. The cloak Jigsaw wears in the film is actually turned inside out. The identity of the Jigsaw Killer is revealed early in the film, during a flashback, when Zip says he's a very interesting person there's a diagram of the reverse bear trap on john's hospital bedside table at the beginning of the film adam is informed via the cassette tape that he must free himself from the chain and escape the bathroom lawrence is informed that if he does not complete his game then he will be left to die in the bathroom the opposite fates before both characters at the end of the film Lee Wynell and James Wan confirmed that when Adam begins to smash Zep with the toilet lid, he is actually hitting a garbage um, bag full of fake blood. In the scene where John is shown laying in a hospital bed, there's a small object in his hand. This object is the pen light stolen from Dr. Gordon, and it was later planted in Mark Wilson's game. As Lawrence is loading the cartridge into the revolver to shoot Adam, the camera briefly um, shows all six chambers of the cylinder to be empty. Revolvers don't eject spent cartridges, yet the man on the floor was supposed to have shot himself with the same gun. What looked to be a simple prop error is actually a subtle foreshadowing to the twist ending. John had intended for Adam to be able to escape from the room, but due to the actions of Amanda, he was prevented from doing so. In Saw 3, it was revealed that Amanda was the one who threw the key on his chest instead of putting it in his pocket, hinting that she knew he would lose it. 
Dr. Gordon states that Jigsaw technically isn't a murderer, that he finds ways for his victims to kill kill themselves. He is right. Jigsaw technically never killed anyone himself. However, he could still be charged with second-degree murder for each of his victims that died. In the United States, there was a statute that allows someone to be charged with murder even if they didn't actually intend to kill someone. Normally, if someone's reckless actions unintentionally kill a person's, um, cause a person's death, they are charged with involuntary manslaughter. However, when someone's actions go beyond reckless and they do something that puts another person in a situation where their death is, is a likely outcome, they are doing what is known as showing a depraved indifference to human life. It's called depraved indifference murder. By putting his victims in a situation where the likely outcome will be their death, Jigsaw could have been charged with multiple counts of second-degree murder under that um, statute uh, if he had been apprehended. Although Hello Zip is considered one of the most famous scores in the film, the line is never actually uttered throughout the film. The misconception is mostly due to the fact that this is the title of a composition in the soundtrack and is played during the final revelation scene. This piece of music became the series trademark and was used as the score for the final scenes, which include plot twists and a rapid montage of flashbacks in each film. However, the real line is "Hello, Mr. Hindle," or as they call you around, or as they called you around the hospital, "Zip." I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and I'm, we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was theme from quantum mania composed by christoph beck from the film score of ant-man the wasp quantum mania was Lang vs. Kang, composed by Christoph Beck from the film score of Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania.
and that was What Am I? Composed by Christoph Beck from the soundtrack of One Division, Episode 9.
And that was Genesis, composed by Christoph Beck, from the soundtrack of One Division, Episode Eight. And that was Wanda and Vision, love theme from WandaVision, composed by Christoph Beck, from the film score of WandaVision, Episode 8.
And that was Main Titles, composed by Christoph Beck from the remake of The Pink Panther in 2006.
and that was Micro Macrotus, composed by James Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer from the film score of Batman Begins.
And that was Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God by Kate Bush.
was Sacrifice, composed by Brian Tyler from the film score of Scream 2022. Welcome back to John's Media Show. We'll talk about media and other stuff. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today, but I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today, because otherwise we'd just be in a room filled with computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net. You can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation in the hashtag John's Media Show. If I pick your recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. I hope you have all had a wonderful day at school and or work, and I'll hopefully see you all next week. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fish FM. And I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.